I really, really think you need to read the story at KTAR.com to get a full grasp of how leap year and leap day works. But since uh, that happens this week, I thought it was worth trying to sort through this with the limited brain capacity that I have. Uh, First of all, do you know anybody who was born on a leap day? I don't. And they're called leaplings, by the way. I actually went to school with someone who... You did. She's turning 15 this month. <laughs> so, any mathematicians out there can now figure out exactly how old Jamie I didn't is. Say yeah, right. she was in my grade. <laughs> okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, so, uh, it, it's pretty interesting because the math is really mind-boggling. You know, we even have a leap second occasionally. Uh, the thing to know is that leap year exists because it keeps the months in sync. With annual events, and that includes the equinoxes and the solstices, uh, and it's a correction to counter the fact that Earth's orbit is not precisely 365 days a year. According to NASA, the trip takes about six hours longer than that. So that there you go. So six hours longer than that. What's six times four? 24, right? So every four years, you add an extra day to the calendar, and there you go. Uh, that's what a leap year is all about. But... Did you know, Jamie, this is where it gets really confusing. It doesn't necessarily happen every four years. Uh, adding a leap year every a leap day every four years would make the calendar longer than uh, by 44 minutes. So uh, on a calendar year yet to come, which we'll, we'll get into it, uh, it was decreed that years divisible by 100 not follow the four-year leap day rule unless they're divisible by 400. Okay, so <laughs> so in seventeen hundred, that's crazy confusing. Yeah, so in seventeen hundred there was no leap day. In eighteen hundred there was no leap day, and in nineteen hundred there was no leap day. But two thousand had one because it's divisible by four hundred. Four hundred. Okay. Yeah. I'll remember that and, next century. And, and well, yeah, and really mark your calendar up because there's not going to be a leap day in 2100, 2200, 2300, or 2500. But we do have leap years still to come uh, after this year, uh, and that would be 2028, 2032, and 2036. Those are the next uh, three years. So, that so as long as we've been alive or probably will be alive, there will be a leap year in February. Right, right. Unless you make it to 2100. You know, and who knows with medical science the way it's going. Uh, I don't know. Um, so it, 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 things would be really screwed up, though, if we didn't have a leap day because major events uh, would not wouldn't fall on the right spot. And farmers would, uh, you know, not know when to plant and how seasons align with the sun and the moon and all this stuff. Uh, it's a long, long, long story uh, that goes back uh, to the Bronze Age of why we came up with a leap year. I'm not going to get into any of that. But what I am going to get into is what I think we're all fascinated with, the leaplings, the people born on a February 29th. Uh, it can be a real pain from a paperwork perspective. Now, modern technology has made it far easier for leap babies to jot down their February 29th milestones. But some governments and, and others uh, require forms to be filled out and birthdays to be stated, stepped uh, in to declare, you know, what date was going to be used for leaplings. Do you still do you go with February 28th or do you go with March 1st? I don't know. And it doesn't. And, and Jamie's school friend, who probably graduated years and years after her, yes. who's is not actually 15. <laughs> <laughs> She's, you know, I, I'm not going to even try and do the math on that okay, for two you. reasons to, to protect your <laughs> your age anonymity and uh, and two to uh, because I can't. <laughs> I'm incapable of doing the math. But 
Fascinating stuff, nonetheless. Yeah, and it it occurs uh, just on on this Thursday, as a matter of fact.